everybody and welcome back to the Stay In Your Magic podcast. My name's Jeanne and I am super excited to have you all here for the second episode of the series. Last week we talked all about gratitude and this week I really want to talk to you guys about self-esteem, self-worth, self-understanding and how all three of these tools are vital in our emotional stability especially when it comes to resilience, our interactions with others, and our own personal development. So self-worth is really a tricky topic. It's something we can be really great at some days and really awful at on others. It's important though that we remember to actually go with the ebbs and flows of it all because it is essentially like riding a roller coaster, I guess. It's full of ups and downs and in-betweens. And you know what? I myself have struggled with this a lot and I find myself subconsciously creating a false narrative that I am dumb or stupid or undeserving of love and not worth uh, being listened to and this really affects my self-esteem and when I think about it it really stems back to certain events experiences and traumas in my life and do you know what it's not just me this is where essentially Everyone's self-doubt and lack of self-esteem, self-worth and self-understanding comes from. It's really born from a place of untruth and hurt and we are so impacted by that false narrative that ourselves and others create that we take it on to be our underlying truth that we tell ourselves. And that can be so damaging. It's important to know the foundation of our beliefs of ourselves. Our self-esteem is actually about how we value ourselves and our perceptions about who we are and what we are capable of. And you know what? Self-understanding, self-love and self-acceptance is actually a direct measure of how you value, value yourself in spite of what others say. Each of these topics and elements of our humanity are so intrinsically linked. I like to think of them as dominoes. If one's down, the rest usually are too, or they're not far behind. So these factors then, believe it or not, spread across into our interactions with others. And this is where our capacity to handle big emotions and situations come into play. So when I say big emotions, I mean things like trauma, failure, rejection, all those sorts of things. That's when they come into play. So our resilience and ability to cope is linked to our self-esteem, self-worth and self-understanding. Because if we are not solid in who we are, if we feed ourselves a negative narrative and if we don't understand 
why we possess certain strengths and weaknesses, then we are unable to regulate ourselves in situations which cause us stress and trigger us, trigger those emotions within us. Essentially, our resilience packs up and runs out the door and our ability to behave from a place of love, logic and reason does too. Lack of these skills and qualities also creates a sort of dangerous space for us and where we constantly seek recognition and validation from outside of ourselves. And this source of self-esteem is not guaranteed and not promised. So therefore, when someone else doesn't praise you or give you your self-esteem hit, then you are left with no leg to stand on, no resilience and very little to no capacity to handle big emotions that I mentioned before. This is why it is so, so important to cultivate self-love and self-understanding within your being. Because that right there, that love you cultivate is unconditional love. And this can be constantly molded and built and changed into self-esteem and self-worth through a really good understanding of who you are, your strengths and your weaknesses. Through the building of your self-esteem, you basically build your own little support system that can pick you up off the ground at 2am when no one else is around. Wipe the tears from your face, give you a pat on the back and say, hey mate, I know these tears and this sadness and this messy, awful emotion isn't you. You're great, you're wonderful, you'll get back on track. Being able to do that for yourself is actually so powerful and no one gives enough credit for that skill. So if we're going to look at this from a scientific point of view, scientifically, this means that you are less vulnerable to anxiety if you have a really high and healthy self-esteem. Because there is a difference between a healthy self-esteem and a egotistical self-esteem because that borderlines and edges onto narcissism. But with this high and healthy self-esteem, we are less vulnerable to anxiety and depression and we can handle those emotions such as rejection, failure, disappointment, um, you know, those things better. And if we look at it from the point of stress and how our body reacts, stress actually releases cortisol, which is a hormone um, when we have, you know, high stress, flight or fight situations. But when we do have that high self-worth, we release less of this hormone into our bodies and we are more resilient. So we bounce back quicker. But of course... Global feelings, which is how we feel in specific domains of our lives, still factor in and can affect and influence us based on the importance we place on them because we are only human, guys. Of course, other people's opinions are going to affect us and and matter to us. So when I talk about uh, the domains that affect us, 
I'm talking about uh, domains such as school and work, uh, your home life, your family, your hobbies, your sports, you know, music, acting, theatre, things along those lines. And for me, my important domains really fall within that family, friends, uh, work and hobbies. But my work and hobbies sort of blend. So when someone attacks something I do hobby-wise or work-wise, I take a big hit because that's an important domain to me in my life. And same with my family and friends. If it comes from them especially, it's you know undoubtedly going to hurt more than if a stranger said something awful to me. So uh, probably a really good example of this is if you if you work as a cook, for example, or you know that's your hobby and you pride yourself on that skill, then that is most likely a really strong part of your identity. It's in your fabric, it's who you are. So if you were to invite friends and family over, and you cook your best creme brulee for them. But they hate that creme brulee and they let you know. Then your self-esteem is undoubtedly going to take a massive hit. As you really value the friend and family domain in your life. And the work slash hobby domain. But you see this is where having inner self-esteem built up works very well to your advantage because that self-esteem comes in and it says okay cool I, I hear your opinion but I know my self-worth I'm okay with who I am as a person and the talents I possess I respect your opinion but it actually doesn't change my self-worth who I am or what I think of myself because I'm still pretty darn great So talking on that, it sounds super great to have this brilliant self-esteem, but I guess you're probably wondering, that's great, Shane, but how the hell do we build up our bank so that we can soldier through life with the ability to bounce back like a rubber ball on concrete in primary school? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. The first thing that I think is super important to this is actually creating a self-understanding. It's a really good sense of self-understanding because this allows you to understand your triggers, why you do things, what you're good at and what you're not so good at. And you can figure this out in any way that feels most natural to you. So some of my great examples of this that I find work well uh, writing dot points, journaling, talking with yourself out loud. I love that one, clearly. <laughs> um, talking to friends and family, brainstorming, you know, thinking. Only you can determine how your experiences have shaped you. And that's what that process is all about. It's really getting to know yourself, being a good friend to yourself and understanding where you come from. And, you know, it's all good to say that you only you can determine how your experiences have shaped you. But also in saying this in the same breath, I think that it's important and very valid 
that honest and well-intentioned feedback can also help. It's just about finding the right balance between the two and knowing in your soul what is right for you. And you see, this is where intuition comes in. You need to allow yourself to trust your gut feeling and go with it. It will always have your back. That gut feeling will always have your back because it's basically like having a little best friend living in your belly being like, hey, I know what's right for you. What's up? Listen to me. You know, I've got your back. Why don't we do what I say? (laughs) You know, nothing's going to go wrong or if it does go wrong, we can deal with it. But you know what? This is the choice I think we need to make. So allow yourself to trust yourself and follow those decisions because I think intuition and trusting yourself is a massive step in self-esteem, self-confidence and self-understanding. So through all of this, through cultivating that sense of self-understanding, it actually works to allow you to act from a place of compassion for and towards yourself. And it makes it so much easier because then you can understand why you are the way you are. And my perfect example of this is, you know, when there's that person in the office that you don't really get along with or you don't like, but you finally sit down with them and have an honest conversation and you can appreciate and understand why they are the way they are. And while it doesn't make it okay, you do have a lot more compassion for them. So next time they snap, you come from a place of understanding and work with them. So if that's that effective in the workplace, imagine how effective that can be within yourself internally. So another thing that I truly believe are wonderful things are affirmations. And they work well and if you do it right, they can really bring up your mood. But you've got to be very, very careful with affirmations because they can actually work in a counterintuitive way where it makes you feel worse about yourself. So affirmations that are super hyper positive may only work in people that already have a good self-esteem. So, for example... I feel really good about myself currently, you know. I feel like I'm in a good place. So I could use uh, affirmations like I will succeed, uh, you know, I will be financially stable, those sorts of things. But someone who is in the depths of a depressive episode or in, um, you know, a a depression, that's not really going to work for them, is it? You know, you can't be in the middle of a depressive episode and then say, I'll never be depressed again and say it to yourself in the mirror three times each day because it's going to make you feel like shit. But if you word it in a way that is kind and believable to your brain, then it's going to work better. So instead of saying that, you could say, I am not my depression. I will do everything in my power to move through this. I will lean on people for support. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I do see it. I will see it. And I'll move through this no matter how hard it is. So it's about really making that judgment call of what affirmations are suitable for you. And you know that within yourself anyway. So 
I also like to write down a, a really honest list for myself a lot when I feel yuck and awful and something terrible has happened that day. So I actually write down things I love about myself, things I'm good at, things that I think I possess that I'm proud of and that are really great. And I do this after, you know, I mightn't have got the job that I interviewed for or, you know, a guy I really liked didn't like me back or something like that. I actually write down a list of why I would have been good for the job or why I would have made a good prospective partner. And I think that's important to sit and reflect and go, hey, you know what, even though it didn't work out, my self-worth, self-value and self-esteem is still top-notch because I'm a great person. So I just want to go back to affirmations for a quick second. And I feel like the point I didn't touch on was that affirmations actually don't only help you to think forward but it also helps you to think back and let go and I think this is something that people forget with affirmations so you can actually help yourself believe you're worthy and let go of the past and release the old heaviness that no longer serves you so you know if there is heaviness weighing on you write that down on paper and say you know I am no longer in a dangerous situation. I'm no longer unloved. Those sorts of things. If you need to really release some of that heaviness from you and let it fall away. I also like to identify my talents to build my self-esteem. So I I love playing guitar. You know, I absolutely love playing guitar. And because that is a talent of mine, I've challenged myself to always learn more about it, to learn how to play like better, to, to learn things about it, to learn new songs. And through that, I find myself achieving. And as a result, my self-esteem naturally builds. And that's not a hard thing to do. And you know what? You could tell me you don't have a talent, but I will not believe it because there are talents in all shapes and forms. You could be the world's best hugger. You could be the best hugger in your family. You could make the best hot chocolate. Learn how to make it better. Learn how to give a better hug. You know, it's all about really turning those positives into your power. Another one I find is accepting compliments. So we as people have been conditioned by society to reject anything that is said about us that is remotely positive. And I think that we need to learn to let go of that concept and really embrace the compliments we're given out of good faith. Someone tells you they like your hair, or that you look vibrant today, or that they love your singing, or how you cook, say thank you. And if that is something that's really hard for you, script a response. Say, hey, thanks for that compliment, that really made my day. And use those scripted responses 
until it becomes natural because you know I am a big believer in faking it till you make it in some areas of life not everywhere but that's important because eventually that becomes natural and you need to learn that when people tell you something nice to put it in your heart for a rainy day when you need it when you need to pull that out when you're low on your own self-esteem use that to bolster you and it's very simple yet very effective And please, the last point I want to touch on, and which I touched on earlier, is act from a place of love and compassion for yourself. Do not act from a place of criticism. There is enough criticism in the world. You don't need it within your heart or your soul or your whole entire being. You don't need to reflect that onto others either. So look, the bottom line, guys, is that improving your self-esteem is a tricky road and it's a classic case of two steps forward, one step backwards. But if you can find your right groove and the right method to really get into building your self-esteem, then it helps you to develop and maintain healthy emotional habits. And you know what? Doing that, is a great investment within yourself. So, guys, I really, really do hope that this little episode on uh, insight into self-love and self-understanding did bring some light to some topics that you mightn't have considered before or some facts that you didn't really uh, realise or hadn't really given much thought to. And you know what? I really hope that you take away something from this, whether it be tiny or big. I hope that you can leave this podcast today with your heart feeling a bit fuller in the knowledge that we can build our self-esteem and it does have a roll-on effect to the rest of our lives. So guys, I'm going to leave you there. I've had a wonderful time sitting and talking with you today. I look forward to bringing you episode three of the podcast. But in the meantime, make sure to take up care of yourself uh, and stay healthy, happy and in your magic. Thanks, guys.